beautiful people. Happy Tuesday. It's October 20th, 2020, and you already know what that means. That means it's a great day to boss up. I'm your host, Naya Hardeyes, and you're listening to Boss Up with Naya Hardeyes on Hawknet Radio on Anchor FM. Welcome to episode eight, you guys. I'm glad you're here and you came back. And if you're a repeated listener, I appreciate you. Today we have some great stuff to go over. But before I get into those few things, I have a special guest with me. And she is actually a boss at my current job. Her name is Natalie Stafford. She's coming in as a guest today to talk about her boss move, boss lady moves, what it's like at Tiki Docks, which is a new restaurant that just opened up here in Riverview, Florida. And then after our little interview, I'm going to go over some ego, confidence, pride, and just things along those lines when it comes to being a boss lady. Let's not forget the things that we have gone over, such as having a balanced mind, spirit, discipline, body, diets, routine, time management, trial and error, change, obstacles, taking actions, making good habits, and just a healthier lifestyle in general. I hope you guys are looking forward to hearing what's coming up. But before we get into all the fun stuff and getting to know Natalie Stafford some more, I have some music for us, and it's going to be a great song. We'll talk about it right afterwards. the world it's the girls queen bee couldn't have said her better herself we are out here boss ladies boss women i thought that was going to be a perfect just a great song to suit today's topic and what we're going to get into after this little music knowledge thing we're going to have so you already know beyonce but if you don't her name is beyonce Knowles carter the this song run the world is in album four which was dropped in 2011. Beyonce Knowles Carter is 39. Her birthday is uh, September 4th, 1981, and she was originally from Houston, Texas. Now, um, if you better know Beyonce, she was originally in the group Destiny's Child, TLC with um, Michelle, Kelly Rogan, I'm sorry, Roland, and just other singers. She duet and she just co-starred and featured with a lot of popular and upcoming singers in the early 2000s and that's when she really took off beyonce has over nine grammys already from starting in 2003 till 2019 a very proud and very accomplished young woman at a young age she was getting her awards and just making her songs being a songwriter uh, dancer things along those lines beyonce just really has it going on she is her own boss and it shows so with that being said 
Thanks to Queen B herself, I have Queen N in the studio with us. Let's get into this interview. before I do have a special guest in the studio with me today today I have Natalie Stafford she is a boss lady from T Docs in Riverview who's just built a new restaurant I brought her on the show today to talk about her personal boss lady moves and what it's like to just be another boss lady uh, I'm really grateful to have her here in the studio today uh, I want to introduce the beautiful gorgeous stunning Natalie Stafford. Natalie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Let us get to know you a little bit. Yes. First off, thank you so much for having me, Naya Heart Eyes. Yes. So grateful to be here on this lovely, fine Tuesday morning. It's a beautiful all day outside today. You're beautiful. A ah. um, little bit about me, 23, and the management business for about four years. Mm -hmm. Um started off as a server at Ford's Garage, 18. Uh, Ford's is affiliated with Tiki Docs. It's a 23 restaurant. Um, started off there. I was just on and popping. They liked what I did. They liked what I brought to the table. Decided to move me up. Shift lead. From there, moved up to management. Um, four years later, they were talking about opening up this lovely restaurant, Tiki Docs, in Riverview. Nice, huge restaurant on the river. Um, no, no, no. Like, that is that's a lot about a lot about Tiki Docs. Is there any other information? Like, if nobody has ever been to Tiki Docs and they're listening right now and they've passed by and they just, what do you think they would want to know about Tiki Docs? There is not another restaurant like this one. It's huge. Okay. On the river. Some little fun facts. We have six huge tiki guys inside that are six feet tall, six inches. What? How mu I'm sorry if it's too personal, but how much do you think you spent on this building? $7 million. God, that is a lot of money. Yes. We have a 19-foot waterfall. What? Absolutely gorgeous. There's LED like, lights in it. What kind of waterfall are we talking about? I just want to paint a picture for those listening. Just like a rundown, like rocky, kind of like mm -hmm. straight down waterfall with LED lights in the back oh, backdrop. Beautiful. Changes red. So people take blue. a lot of pictures there? Lots of pictures. You always see them. Okay. So there's a bunch of attractions there. Yes. Okay. Lots of fun things to look at. Lots of TVs, two bars, one inside, one outside, right over the water. Get some nice views. Mm -hmm. We also host live music throughout the week. Okay. Slowly working on having it every day, but we have it about four times a week. Sometimes and is this the day? day? Yeah, I was about to ask. Yep, sometimes during the day, sometimes at night. Um, both are vibes, very great yeah. vibes. Okay, okay. You know, I've actually been one time, and it was like... I'll just get into that later, but yes, that's actually that sounds amazing. I really, I really need to go back, but I just want to get this information out for our listeners right now. So, as a boss lady, like, how long have you been working? I think you mentioned it earlier, but I just, I just want to know. A total of five years in the restaurant industry, of uh, four years managing. Uh, like I said, that first year, they just liked what I was bringing to the table, and they wanted me to be a boss lady, and that was that. And coming to Tiki Docs um, was a huge opportunity, being the only female Latina mm -hmm. in management. 
I just feel superficial. Yeah. So wait, Stafford must be your husband's last name. Yes. Yeah. I was about to say, I was about to say, I know you guys are wondering too. All right. All right. So that's awesome. I love to hear, you know, a fellow boss lady, especially just only not so much older than me. It's just inspiring, motivating, hopefully for all those bosses out here listening as well. But I really want to just, I want to know, like, the guest perspective. Like, I'm, I just want to give out that information right now. Like, I want to know, is there any specials? Yes, there's specials every day. Every day? Happy hour is every single day. It's always a party. Happy hour, three to six. We got two ounce pours, so Mm -hmm. you know we're here to party, not here Mm -hmm. to play games. Yes! Also, every Wednesday, we have a bucket shuck, which is dollar oysters. So come in and get as many oysters as you like for only a dollar. You heard that here, folks. If you like raw fish and raw bar food, come to Tiki Docks. They have it. Wait, how much did you say it was? A dollar per oyster. A dollar per oyster, you guys. 20 for 20 bucks. Come get it. All right, so those are just the specials. Those are good, though. Do you see the in the future more coming or, like... Yes, we're slowly working on what works for us and how we can best accommodate our guests. Okay, I totally understand that. So, now, want to know, just for everybody listening, like I'm saying, and personal, of course, but yes, what what's your favorite drink? What's your favorite appetizer, meal, dessert? We want to know. We want to know what's good. What should we get? Yes, I'm a margarita girl. We have mm-hmm. a fresh watermelon margarita. There's uh, fresh watermelon chunks in there. There's a little bit Ooh. of bitters, so it doesn't give you that typical sweet margarita. Um, adds a little bit of twist to it, but it's very mm-hmm. refreshing. Um, for appetizer, I would say our coconut chicken tenders. Oh, are coconut fire! What? Yes. And we serve that it with sounds delicious. Pina colada honey mustard. You ever had that? I've never can you just explain really quick it's like sweet honey mustard mm-hmm. that just like goes with the coconuts so yeah well. just no makes it your taste sounds amazing smile. smile they're excited right now hearing about it so i guess what I about your favorite meal my favorite meal would be the grouper dinner grouper dinner yes you got a nice size grouper it's blackened and we put it over mm-hmm. some bore bore rice which is like a sweet rice. It's pina colada infused, mm-hmm. you know, Polynesian style. Everything's pina colada, fun, fancy. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. And grouper. Um, all right, so what about your favorite dessert? You know, after your drink, after your nice appetizer and meal, what are you getting to kill that sweet tooth? Yes, to top it all off in-house, we make our banana bread ice cream sandwich. Woo! It's so fire. We top it off with caramel sauce, some mm. pecan. All right, well, honestly, those all sound so delicious to me. I really want to try that banana bread because I honestly don't even like bananas like that. But I need to get the potassium up, and if you're saying it's good, it must be good. So that's a must. All right, well, I know you probably scattered it out throughout this interview already, but can you just tell us, like, strictly how you became a boss lady? Um... It kind of just comes naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, you just go in there. You do what you have to do. Uh, show people what you're about. Just have good work ethic. That's where it starts. What do you think good work, that work ethic is to you? Um, being a team player, putting the guests first, just always showing up and overachieving. We don't mm-hmm. do the bare minimum over here. We okay. do 
some and then more. Mm -hmm. And as an 18-year-old doing that, that's how I got moved up so quickly because the other 18-year-olds around me just didn't have the same mindset or the same... Mm -hmm. It's all about the mindset. Yes. Have you been able to tune into my channel before? Yes, you have no. some great stuff on there. Always tuned in, taking notes, um, just always being a, a student. So wow, even I though you're younger, it. can still learn from you. Guys, quick little backstory behind that. So I started my podcast. You guys been listening for about seven, eight weeks now. And I was kind of bragging about it. No, but I was just bringing it up as a conversation at uh, work. And I'm just so, I'm so thrilled and just, I feel like so ecstatic to hear like another, an even older, not that she's much older, but you know, like boss lady just tuning in to what I have to say. It really does just boost my confidence, not gonna lie, but I, I really do appreciate you tuning in. So now that we heard how you're a boss lady, you know, you work hard every day, work ethic is always a team player. Can you just like tell us about yourself, like, like. Is there some stuff you're leaving out about the Natalie Stafford that you're, you know, like we want to hear about you personally. Um, We're intrigued about the boss lady that you are. So that's why we just want to hear like from another boss lady point of view. Yes. What it's, what is it? This boss lady, um, I love that she used that term. It's just such a, mm -hmm. it's just such a boss term. Yes. Right. I agree. Um, so Natalie uh, does have a secret talent. Um, she can sing a little bit, so you might catch me on them karaoke nights. If karaoke we, nights, if so what about those. live music? Live music, oh, I don't know about that. It's a lot of commitment, right? Yeah, there. I don't really play an instrument, so I just. So you can have the beats going and just sing. The voice is an instrument. I have to you know? do the acoustic version. Okay, okay. No, but that's actually really cool. Like, I would love to see a manager out there just taking over the mic, too. That's impressive. You're just so impressive, boss lady. Well, thank you. All right. Well, next question I have for you. What was your biggest accomplishment? Uh, my biggest accomplishment would be um, becoming a homeowner by 21. Mm. Just by filling in those shoes as a manager, I was able to, you know, pull in some money while I was living at home still and uh, stack up that money to move out and get my own place. Mm -hmm. um, that would be one and of my accomplishments. Did you grow up in Florida? You live around in the area? Yes, I grew up in Brandon my whole life, pretty mm -hmm. much. Yeah. Just around Brandon. You went to area. high school around here? Yes, Brandon High School. Brandon High School? Yes. I love that. It's literally one of the oldest schools in the area. Yep, I was there. <laughs> first class to graduate no i'm kidding not that old no. okay so but no that is a really big accomplishment especially 21 you know being a manager by you said 18 19 yes and by 21 you've got yourself your own um house are you living by yourself you're doing roommates well i do live with my husband oh um, totally forgot sorry yes i live with my husband and we have a dog Everybody on my channel loves dogs, too. We've yes. been had this conversation. Tell us what you have really fast. We have an old English bulldog, and mm -hmm. his name is Ramsey. Aww. And he's four years old. He's so cute already. <laughs> I love that, boss lady. Oh, my goodness. Four years old, so... Still a baby. Still, Still a, baby. a baby. Still a baby. All right. Well, 
I have this next question I'm about to bring up honestly might be my favorite. I want to know what is the worst versus best days at the dock? Ah, such a good question. Um, I would say the worst days would be the days that it just gets rained out um, mm -hmm. on our patio. We're not and how often would you say it rains? Sorry to interrupt. No worries. Um, in Florida, you know, every five minutes. Yep. <laughs> um, but we're not able to do the live music or we'll have to cut it short. Um, not The entire patio isn't covered, so we have to, you know, make some adjustments. Mm -hmm. Um. But it only rains a couple of times out of the week. And like I said, only for about five, ten minutes, knowing Florida. Uh, but those would be about the worst days. Our best days, which would be about the same, is when we do have our live music. And it's on, mm -hmm. it's popping, everybody's, you know, hanging out outside with their drinks, dancing, just having a good time. Just love People seeing everybody's. Yes, they grab a partner and they start oh, dancing. I love that. Big smiles. Like, it's just So it sounds like good. a definite vibe. Yes, absolutely. Wow, I love that. That that sounds like a best day, honestly. It sounds like a great day. Um, My best memory, as I mentioned before, was being the only Latina female manager. Not even being Latina, but just being a female in general. It just gives me... I just feel more powerful, and we do need more female, uh, I shouldn't say female, I should say women. We need more women um, running things and mm -hmm. being the bosses that we are because women... Do you really, like, not any um, egoistic or, you know, biased standpoint, but do you really think, like, women are stronger than men? Yes. 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 Elaborate for us real fast. <laughs> because we... I, I feel like as a whole, uh, people put women as being more emotional and, you know, using our emotions to, to make decisions. But in fact, we do, and that's okay, but that's how we make the better decision because we're mm -hmm. not just thinking about, you know, hardcore facts. We're also thinking about how to incorporate everybody into it and how it'll make everybody feel in the end. Yes, I love that. Okay. So... What would you say is your favorite memory since open? How long have you guys been open also? We have been open for about a month and a half now. Mm -hmm. And what's your hours of operations? Because I just feel like we didn't talk about it, and I know people are probably wondering. Yes. Uh, during the week, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And Sunday as well. Friday, Saturday, we're open 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Yes, ma'am. That sounds like a great time, you know? Not too late open for lunch so you can sit at the water for lunch yes. look at the rays reflect off of the uh river come at nighttime have the lights and the vibes going sounds this sounds like a great place to dine in honestly might have to go back like i said i've been that one time but i need kiki to take care of me i hear great reviews of her on yelp who is kiki ah uh, kiki is amazing she is one of our top servers what uh, she is great great energy tiki mm -hmm. kiki like come on it just flows it does i see so many great reviews of her on yelp right now so that's why i want kiki to take special care of me so uh what is your your best memory from open like customer wise or management status wise you know employee wise training was there something that really just stood out to you that you can share as a boss lady that just you know makes you proud like what was your best memory natalie last last 
thing I want to say before we close out this interview. Is there anything you want to bring up to those listeners, to those future bosses? Because I'm building an army of future bosses right now on my podcast. And I wanted to bring in a boss lady herself from the brand new Tiki Docs River Bar and Grill in Riverview. Any last words you want to spread to those future bosses out here? Yes. Um, never stop going. Dream mm-hmm. big and work harder. Uh, you can do anything you set your mind to. Um you're limitless everyone is limitless Mm -hmm. and for everybody that is here listening i hope you continue to listen to naya heart eyes because she is the future she has great things to tell the world and such an amazing voice for all of you to listen to and learn from wow natalie we appreciate you coming out to the studio today was it your first time in the studio yes it's a little nerve-wracking right but i appreciate this opportunity to grow i know Once again, Natalie Stafford, I appreciate you taking the time out your busy day to come here and talk about some boss lady things, talk about Tiki Docs and just your personal accomplishments. All right, guys, that was Natalie Stafford from Tiki Docs Riverview Bar, River Bar and Grill. My apologies. I hope you guys enjoyed the information that was given and, you know, just her views as a boss lady. As mentioned earlier, we have a lot of other things coming up, but I know we've been rambling a long time with this interview. So I'm going to cut into a music break, give us some time to readjust and give our, you know, a little mental break. I'll get back with you guys. We'll talk about that song and about the next topic of conversation. remember that song that was this is what you came for by calvin harris and rihanna it was a song from 2016 which if you were listening in earlier podcasts and in episodes i said 2016 was the best year period but for music for sure and look this was dropped in 2016 from the album this is what you came for Um, If you guys don't know much about Calvin Harris, because I know I didn't, his real name is Adam Richard Wiles, and he's a Scottish DJ. His birthday is January 17, 1984, so makes him, I think, let me see, let me see, 36? Yeah, he's 36. Um, He's a record producer, singer, and songwriter, so... I mean, I know I know more Calvin Harris beats versus him actually singing, but I think he is very good, like, just universal um, artist in general. And his, his, like, vibe more is EDM, electronic, dance pop, and, like, new disco type of thing. So that was This Is What You Came For. I can just imagine strobe lights beaming and just getting piped up. So with that being said... This is what you came here for, you guys, to make boss moves. That's why I wanted to incorporate this song with today's episode. So, before we get into Ego, that's coming up. But let's not forget where we are at. You are 
on Naya Hard Eyes. Boss up with Naya Hard Eyes TV. This is episode eight. We had a great, great guest stop by today at the studio. That was Natalie Stafford. If you missed out, don't worry. You guys can retune in again to this podcast once it's published. Um, I'm so excited for those out here listening. Thank you for coming to Hawknet Radio on Anchor FM. Once again, this is Naya, Hard Eyes, and we're about to boss up. So now, let's talk about that ego. Let's go by, let's start with the definition. Ego is a person's sense of self-esteem or self-importance. So when it comes to me, at least, my ego doesn't, it doesn't define me, but I do, I do know I have one. So let's talk about the psycho, psychoanalysis um, point of view. So it says, ego is the part of the mind that meditates between the conscience and the unconscious, and it's responsible for reality testing and sense of personal identity. So ego could mean a, per, uh, a sense of personal identity uh, to some people. And then the philosophy meaning, or like just... In metaphysics, a conscious thinking subject. So it can either mean a sense of personal identity or a conscious thinking subject. But to me, I think an ego is just something you also you need to be careful with. Egos can be bad sometimes. And I get this information from medium.com. It's saying that one of the biggest reasons why ego is your enemy is that it keeps you out of touch with reality. So ego is your enemy. It can keep you out of touch with reality. That's what I'm saying when it could be bad. If you have too big of an ego, sometimes that can just take over what's really going on in front of you. And you just, it takes advantage of the situation in the moment. And you really, you really can't see what's really going on because you just have a really big ego right now. So you have to be in touch with reality. Your ego is what prevents you from hearing critical but necessary feedback from others. Ego makes you overestimate your own abilities and worth and underestimate the effort and skills required to achieve your goals. I'm going to repeat that one because that hit hard. Ego makes you overestimate your own abilities and worth. So if you have a big ego, you're going to overestimate like what you're actually capable of and underestimate the effort and the skills required to achieve that goal. So if you are capable or not capable of doing something and your ego is too big to realize that, you're also not realizing the actual effort you have to put in to get where you want to be. So when it comes to a goal achieving and goal seeking, you have to make sure your ego is at level and not too big or not too small because that's going to, you know, like affect your outcome. I want to get into five ways to affect or just, you know, like boost your ego for success. This is by Michelle Johnson. Uh, she posted this on 10 5 So October 5th, 2015. So she starts, and this is all coming from the addictedtosess.com. She starts off with one way to boost your ego is to feed it. So, and this is to boost it in good ways, guys. I know we just went over the bad ways, but we want to talk about how to get it up there in a good way. So feed it. In order for anything to grow, it has to be placed in an environment that is conducive to growth. Your ego is no different. Read some great books, take a class on self-confidence, and stay away from those who are dream busters. Yes, totally agree. So when it came to my ego, the way I fed it is I started to read 
those self-development books, I started to, you know, just take time away from others and really just focus on myself and, you know, just taking every time of the day to just try to be a better version because when I was in my boss mindset and still am, it's just a very powerful feeling. Okay, two, let go of bad habits. Letting go of bad habits helps condition us to create better habits in our daily lives. Limited self-belief created critical thoughts and behaviors. So, a bad habit that I had to let go of was obviously overeating. So, the way I did it was I didn't eat when I was, you know, just bored or anything. I ate when I was physically hungry and I stopped when I was satisfied, you know, stop when you're satisfied. So, that was one bad habit that I cut and then that's one that I created from it. So a third good uh, the thing you could do to boost your ego for success is to get a pet. I totally agree, but before I tell you why, let me read what Miss Michelle has to say. So according to the research published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, pet ownership has been shown to increase self-confidence, combat loneliness, boost physical activities, and instill a sense of responsibility that is truly rewarding. Yes. I know you guys heard of my Xena princess, but if you're first time in, let me catch you up to speed really quick. I have a princess. Her name is Xena Rella, but better known as Xena. She just turned two years old. She is a blue nose pit and American Stafford mix, I want to say. I don't know, but point is, she is just a princess, and that's what I like to refer her as, you know? So that is my pet as you can call her in the human world but my world that's my princess but yes totally agree because once i got xena i had that um source of responsibility you know that want to want to you know to make enough money to get her nails done or to have her healthy and active and happy and smiling wagging her tail and it was in order to see that from my my puppy at the time i had to work out I had to run around. I had to actually put work in. So getting a pet boosted my ego, I would say, for sure. Number four to boost your ego for success, pump your appearance. Okay, in Ariana Huffington's book, Thrive, the third metric is redefining success and creating a life of well-being, wisdom, and wonder. She talks about the importance of different areas of your life that should be fed. So pump up your appearance by exercising, eating healthy, and getting more sleep. I did all of these three within those six months, and that is how I want to genuinely give credit to how I lost about 40 to 50 pounds. So try to start, you know, exercising more often, eating healthier, and getting more sleep. And if you have a problem with just overeating, try to do that thing like I mentioned. Eat when physically hungry and stop when satisfied. All right. And, you know, you need to remind yourself to have a good ego, that you have a beginner's mind. So the beginner's mind is, you know, you want to learn with every single second of the day. You don't want to waste any time in the day because, you know, there's so much out there that you don't know about. So to finish off ego, I want to read you guys a quote. This quote is to focus on the effort, not the outcome when it comes to ego by John Wooden. His advice is, comment I quote, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you made the effort to do your best to become the best that you are capable of becoming. Yes, 
Sir Wooden. Totally agree with that, especially when it comes to ego, you know. For ego, you have to actually put in the work, and that's how you get outcome. Even with anything you do, um, putting in the work brings results, and results brings, you know, what you want to see. So, I hope you and guys, you guys enjoyed what I had to say about ego and got some good knowledge for your brain to feed off of. Let's not forget where we are at. We are on Boss Up with Nine Hard Eyes, Episode 8. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to Hawknet Radio on Anchor FM. I'm so happy that we were able to interview the beautiful Natalie Stafford earlier in today's show. I'm so happy that she was able to come out to the studio and just be here to share some boss lady knowledge from her shoes and, you know, her standpoint. And also just influence those out there listening. Let's not forget we went over the boss lady moves with Natalie Stafford. But we also just went over ego and we are not forgetting where we're at boss up with naya hard eyes i'm your host naya hard eyes and this is episode eight coming up is confidence and i'm not gonna waste any time getting into it honestly i'm just gonna go straight for it confidence is a feeling of self-assurance arising from one appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities so when it comes to confidence for me it took a lot of self-confidence not just like people like reassuring me that but like just me reassuring myself it took a lot of building I had to build that confidence in myself because you know like I just knew one thing and it was just what I always resorted to but at the time I didn't see it as being bad or unhealthy mindset but now I see it as an unhealthy mindset so I really had to get that self-confidence and you know just self-control under my my wing And that's how I was able to gain my confidence. So, but it says, how to gain confidence? Well, first, let me just go over 10 things that I found off of entrepreneur articles. It says, one, visualize, I'm not going to even say all 10, but I just want to list a good few out of this bunch. Visualize yourself as you want to be. So, with that being said, I would just say, visualize yourself as you know, the boss and the future you see for yourself. And you really got to think of like being in those shoes and what it's going to actually take to fulfill those shoes and keep those shoes because you don't want to just get those shoes and then they untie one time and then the next person gets to try them on. No, we keep them on tight, gripped, cleaned up, polished. Like you have to visualize yourself as you want to be and, you know, take it to the extreme. Mean what you do. And know your purpose, purpose over passion always because with purpose comes passion. All right, affirm yourself. So what that means to me is, to, you know, just constantly reassure yourself because that's the biggest thing when it comes to confidence is self-assurance. You don't need anybody else's assurance first to get done what you need to get done. Do one thing that scares you every day. Okay. And that one, it sounds scary, obviously, because you have to do something just intimidating every day. But it could just be small, like taking a run at night. I mean, honestly, that's still dangerous. So let's see, scary. I don't I don't really know what I couldn't. Okay, you know what? I know what I could say. Trying new food. 
Alright, so I'm still a young adult and I have childish taste buds, as some people would say. So I don't really like seafood, I don't really like certain just foods in general. But I feel like just growing or just getting older, you know, I'm going to want to experience like just different cultures. And I need to be able to want to try the food. So I should just start trying food. It seems scary to me, but it's a little step that I could take that can make, you know, just a difference. Okay. Next is question your inner critic. So, you know, you are always, not I wouldn't necessarily just say judging yourself, but you know, you're always just like watching yourself where you have something in mind that you never really say out loud. Only you and yourself know what's really going on in your head. So with that inner critic is what we're mentioning. So, you know, just question it. Like, you know, really test it and see what is really right for you from what your, like, your inner self is really thinking. So question that. And just, you know, really get in touch with it because that's going to make a difference in your confidence. It says try taking the 100 day of rejection challenge. So with this rejection challenge, pretty much you would go and it's going to be tough, believe me. But it's 100 days of everything that you would say yes to, you have to say no to, reject it. Like just, you know, you have to give yourself the ultimate reward, which is, you know, you can do what you want after that 100 days but it's just the fact of you were disciplined for 100 days so you can save money so you can probably get in better shape whatever your reason behind it is for you're definitely going to get a good result out of this challenge uh set yourself up to win so in order to set yourself up to win you have to like practice what you're preaching every single day and you actually have to put in the work to get you where you want to be it doesn't just happen doesn't fall in your lap thinking hey you want this i'm gonna give it to you the world doesn't just do that you need to put it in your lap or you know you need to skip the line whatever you gotta do to get where you need to be so set yourself up to win by doing whatever it needed to get you ahead of the game and help somebody else when you help somebody else you are gaining confidence in yourself because you're helping somebody just gain confidence in themselves and that's just a go around right there so that is very very helpful and then you know also just to gain confidence care for yourself as simple as hygiene take care of your body you'll feel good you'll smell good people around you will compliment you and it's not that you're fishing for those compliments but you can just really appreciate what you have and it's just it's just gonna bring you that confidence so how i gain confidence with all the things i've listed above was yes i i I should try scary things but i also i did talk to my inner self 24 7 which i think that's a big thing with confidence you know your biggest judgment or your you know biggest bully is yourself little person looking back in the mirror So what I would just recommend you guys is really getting in touch with yourself. Trust yourself. Trust your body. And, you know, just trust everything that you come in contact with that you are dealing with because you just got to trust yourself. And that's how you gain confidence. And that's how you can become a boss lady or man. So with that being said, I also had to care for myself by hygiene things and just, you know, physical things. I really had to stay disciplined during this time in order to gain confidence but it was such a rewarding feeling so to wrap up some confidence 
I want to go over just a couple quotes I feel that are inspiring and can really help those listening out here who want to gain more confidence or, you know, just really know what it's like to be confident. And, you know, so we already went over what ego was. There's a difference between ego and confidence. So some quotes I have are, this is by Mark Twain. A man cannot be comfortable without his own approval. So that's pretty much like what I was saying about the self-talk. Have those self-talks with yourself. And if you really deep down inside don't think that this is like approved in your head, you shouldn't do it. So, you know, and that's how you gain confidence when you can really discipline yourself from doing the right from wrong. This is from Christina Crime. It says confidence is not they will like me confidence is i'll be fine if they don't so do what you need to do don't do it for anybody else don't worry about anybody else and just get what you need to get done and not just care about the other people's opinions or like just views on you because you'll you're doing what you love with passion and that's how you just are gaining confidence next is by meyer um prankins It says, if someone is judging you, that's their problem. Yes, because the only person you really should care about is yourself. And if you're spiritual, God's judgment. But other than that, if people are judging you, that's their problem because they're hating on you. Let's be real. You're a boss and you're only doing what's right. And they're just mad that they can't have that mindset. And lastly, I want to read this quote from Eleanor Eleanor Roosevelt. It says, you gain strength and courage and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look in fear in the face. You are able to say to yourself, I loved through this horror and I can take the next thing that comes along. So with confidence, you know, you're just ready for your next battle no matter what. And that's how you gain confidence. And with, with those battles, you know, it's when you're looking face to face with fear. So try some scary things, you guys. Get your confidence up. And just, you know, do it because with more confidence, you're just going to take pride. We'll get into pride very soon, you guys. That's coming up. But before we get into that, I need a break, too. I've been rambling. I can't wait for you guys to hear this song because I love it. Such a nice throwback. Um, It's just giving me, like, those early vibes like Beyonce would. So I wanted to bring back another song. It's from Mariah Carey. It's called Shake It Off. And I hope you guys enjoy all right shaking it off and we're not talking about shaking off your confidence and ego shaking off all the negativity because that's what's going to lead us to higher confidence and having a better ego that song was shake it off by mariah carey this song was released in 2005 from her album, The Emancipation of Mimi. Um, just some quick information about Miss Mariah. She is 50 years old, first of all. What? I didn't even know how fast time flew by. She was born March 27, 1970, on the dot. And honestly, 
Mariah Carey, she is a very talented woman. I know you guys probably only remember her recently for kind of having a little boo-boo on stage for New Year's Eve one time, and she just sung kind of not to her potential. But that shouldn't define her for sure. So what I want to talk about is some of the good things that she's actually done. So Mariah Carey won. Mariah Carey is an American singer, songwriter, and actress. Known for her five octave vocal ranges, uh, she has a different style. So yes, Mariah Carey, she can hit multiple, multiple, multiple different types of song ranges. And I'm pretty sure if you guys have heard in this song, but previous songs, she can reach high notes, low notes. She's very good at that. And that's just her specialty. She was married to Nick Cannon, who is a very popular, um, he was a co-host on the show America's Got Talent, if you guys are familiar. They were only married for eight years, from 2008 to 2016, but they did end up having two kids. They were twins. They have Moroccan and Monroe Cannon. And I just feel like the last little bit of good information I want to give you guys is that Mariah Carey, she is an actress as well. If you guys haven't seen her in any movies, some you can check out are Glitter, Precious, A Christmas Melody, All I Want for Christmas is You, The Butler, but my favorite show, not even show, but my favorite movie that she appeared in, definitely don't mess with the Zohan. If you guys haven't seen that movie, it's a comedy with Adam Sandler. He's one of my favorite actors, producers, everything along those lines. And he's just obsessed with Mariah Carey. And she makes an appearance on in the movie, like on stage, like she was performing, just being Mariah Carey. So I just found that pretty humorous. And that was just, it's one of my favorite movies as it is. Like just, you know, just because and the fact that Mariah Carey was in it just tops it off. And plus, we just had a music break with one of her songs. So I figured I'd bring that up. But yes, you guys, let's go over our last topic before we sadly have to depart and see each other next week. So we are going to go over pride. Now, pride is something a lot of us have, but don't know how to express it, if that makes sense. So the definition of pride is a feeling of deep pleasure or satisfaction derived from one's own achievement, the achievements of those with whom one is closely associated with or from qualities or possessions that are widely admired. And then another one, like another like like side definition is consciousness of one's own dignity. And then another definition of pride used as a verb would be especially proud of a, of a particular quality or skill. Okay, so with that being said, I think pride is something that we all have and sometimes we just don't know how to express it. Some of us have too much pride or not enough pride and that all deals with self-esteem, dignity, and honor. So what does it mean to have pride? To have pride, it's a feeling of honor, self-respect, a sense of personal worth, excessive self-esteem, and, you know, a source of pride is satisfaction of pleasure taken in on one's own or another success, achievements, etc. So, I take pride pretty strong because sometimes I might be too prideful, and it's not that I'm too prideful, I just 
my confidence over like ego confidence and pride can always overlap each other so that's why it's important to know the difference and important to keep each definition in its own lane you know it's have ego when there's time to have an ego don't mix ego with your pride and don't mix your confidence with your ego you know you have to play by the rules honestly that's how the world circulates so i want to get in to some information i found by buscabo rosati on liberationist.org he says pride has many flavors they make life they all make life unpleasant pride is an emotion that can both be nurturing or poisonous so before we get started i just want to say to me pride can be nurturing because you know it's reassuring you're just it's a self-esteem thing and honor and it's just going to continue to feed your growth palette if you let it it can also be poisonous because if you let it get to your head you might take advantage of like the because pride comes power and you might take advantage of that and become poisonous and dangerous and you want to make sure you don't let it get out of control you keep it under control so to continue gustavo says it's okay to feel proud when you accomplish something great feeling proud tastes delicious and inspires positive behavior being proud is a different thing so feeling proud is inspires positive behavior but being proud is different let's get into it it can make you come across as arrogant and self-centered being proud is about creating an inflated self-image it makes life unpleasant especially for those around you generosity is giving more than you can and pride is taking less than you need khalil gibram that was a little quote from khalil gibram that i felt like i wanted to mention really quick because just listen to it one more time generosity is giving more than you can and pride is taking less than you need so i mean it is important to like not have too much pride it's important to be generous but with this quote it's saying generosity is giving more than you can so which is obvious generosity is when you just hand things out you're not looking for anything in return you're just being generous versus pride when you just and i'm just want to use an example say you have french fries and you're starving generosity is seeing a homeless person and just giving it to them instead and then pride is you know saving on to half of it but then giving them the other half when you have the money to get some more you know what i'm saying so it's just like try to be more generous because with like actual genuine acts and like you know just pure happiness and like generosity it spreads it's contagious so i would definitely keep that in mind another quote i have from cs lewis says true humility is not taking less of uh, is not thinking less of yourself but thinking of yourself less so with that being said you know it's all about your mentality so if you start thinking of yourself less and you know stop showing yourself self-love or self-care and doing the things you need to do to make sure you are okay and you know remember it's always you before anybody else you have to get yourself right before you can actually get involved with anything else and you know be right with anything else so make sure you're not thinking of yourself less but you are just um you know not just letting that take over you to continue, Gustavo talks about how 
pride tastes like poison. Feeling proud is not the same as being proud. Acknowledging your strengths and achievements reinforce positive behavior and inspires you to give more. However, being proud is living under a distorted notion. We exaggerate our perception of self to feel superior. So yes, we exaggerate our perception of self to feel superior by, you know, that's just by, if you ever heard the saying, you know, gassing up your own head or having a big head about a situation where, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to feel superior if you know, and you're just like, you're proud and you have confidence what you're doing. You shouldn't over-exaggerate that because that's when pride becomes poison. Pride is rooted in the same principle that, that, that envies. We define our self-worth by comparing to others. But unlike envy, rather than wanting what others have, we need to just disarrange them to feel superior. So, you guys, it's important to not break people down. You know, don't make them feel bad for choosing their choices or, you know, doing it their way because... That's just how it works, you know? You can't have things the way other people want it. You don't want to be envious. You want to be in your own lane because then more will join you versus you crossing somebody else's. And then let's talk about some great pride now that we've talked about poisonous. So great pride is a culture view, especially in America. That's what kids learn from their parents. They associate getting recognition to beating someone else. Even when we go on a run or a bike ride, we need stats to prove that we are better. All we care is bragging about our superior performance, not enjoying of exercise. Um, as a parent explains, don't ask their children if they had fun during a match, but praises their kids if they beat others. Children learn that recognition matters more than having joy. Great pride is the enemy of all collaboration. Instead of thinking of the group welfare, we want to win. So, you guys, when it comes to pride, don't do it to win. Do it for yourself. Do it to have fun. You know, raise your kids. You just heard that right there. People, Parents are asking kids only, did you win? How'd it go? Did you win? What happened? Like, no. Ask them, did you have fun? I mean, of course, as a parent, I'm going to want to know if they won or lost. But, you know, start with, did you have fun? What was your favorite part? What could you do to be better? Did y'all win? You know, ease your way into that question because that's just coming for more pride and you don't want to raise your kids to have high pride, high ego, or, you know, vice versa, low pride, low ego, low confidence. Raise them right by asking them the right questions. So manifest pride is when we believe we are better, wiser, and more spiritual or virtuous than we are. So with that, we need to evident or manifest the pride by um, just being proud about the qualities or abilities that we don't have, but we think we do. So, you know, every day, every minute that you spend, there's a time, you have time to learn something new. So, you know, like, you know, just be better than what you were. So manifest that greatness and that will, you'll just feel pride in that itself. So lastly, um, for manifesting pride, you see it all the time. People get attached to an illusion. They think they are proficient at something, but are clueless. So that's what I mean when I say, you guys, write things down, set up a game plan, get your goals in order, and get what you feel is important done. Because what is important to you is what needs to be done. Remember, we have a purpose here and a reason. So get that together so we can have great pride, great ego, great confidence. 
And the last thing I want to talk about, Pride, before we wrap up today's episode. I know it's so sad. I'm sad too. But it, this is important. It's feeling slightly less pride. So this is when we feel proud of our weaknesses. It's the case of those who play the victim role because it gives them power. Others pay attention. A weakness I was proud of is knowing I was in control of my eating habits and they were terrible. That is a weakness I'm proud of because I realized that, I knew that, and I knew my problem. And what gave me so much pride behind it is that I took that negative outcome and made it into a positive outcome. You know, I inserted positive incomes to make it a positive outcome. I put that pride aside, you know, just, you know, even though it was a bad thing, one of my weaknesses, eating terribly, I put my pride aside. I got to know my body. I trusted my body. And now I've been able to just grow so much and just actually feel proud and have pride in what I've done because it is powerful. We make ourselves insignificant by putting others, um, by putting ourselves down. We make a big deal of small flaws to feel, to feel at the center of the world. So with that being said, again, just put your pride aside, you guys. Sometimes it gets too big and gets put over our head. I feel like we could definitely, definitely narrow it down, come back to earth, and really just reach our goals when we have the right amount of ego, the right amount of confidence, and the right amount of pride. You guys, it has been a great episode. Episode 8, I'm still thrilled that we had the beautiful natalie stafford stop by the show i wish she was still here in the studio with us to keep talking but she had a busy schedule had to go i hope i can do another interview soon or maybe even just have a co-host so we can be chatting this whole time with you guys listening out there uh once again i do appreciate y'all tuning into episode eight of boss of night hard eyes on hawknet radio through anchor fm if y'all have anything any questions for natalie or me just reach us on any of our social media platforms will be likely and happy to help y'all i can't wait to have next week's episode and i hope you guys enjoy the rest of your night thank you for listening and we'll get back in touch soon